Yourself. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me as always is the James Corden to my Craig Ferguson. <laughs> well, hey, James that's Corden. me. <laughs> Oh, I'm in Cats and all that's oh, Do you want to do musicals? I'll do musicals. That is just a very that straightforward. Uh, that's the that worst, the worst, worst James, me, worst James me, Corden. Me, James Corden. Oh, I'm friends with Emily Blunt, probably. Uh, probably fucking friends. whatever. Hey, and the Gary Shandling to my Craig Ferguson. Nate, Nate Lowes. I, I don't even know. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, hey, everyone. That's your Bobcat Gold thing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, this is Gary Shandling. Uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is more like that, yeah. Uh, and the, the Joan Rivers to my uh, Craig Bergson. Oh, Susan God. Swarmer. You're going to make me do a Joan Rivers. Yeah, go ahead. Hi. <laughs> your dress looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and the Conan O'Brien to my Craig Bergson. Ben Bloom is here. Hey, guys. Pretty good. That's a spot on Conan. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. So yeah, uh, this is a a special episode for us because we never recorded our 100th episode of Go Flix Yourself. I don't know. Hold on. on, No, no. We never agreed to this. This is. I want to say we never agreed to this. This is not our 100th episode. I'm literally hearing this. Yeah. So and and this isn't going to be labeled the 100th episode either. I don't know. Let me finish. I don't know why you bring it up. Let me finish. Bring it up. I I'm with. We are we are bringing Ben and Susan on because it is their podcast 100th episode. They were sweet enough to ask us to be on it that's actually yes. true and it reminded yes. us brad and i that we actually never recorded our 100th and while we are not going to establish this as our 100th i just thought it would be fun to bring that up because we still do owe the fans fan a 100th episode what are we going to do for that brad uh i think that we should have pinatas uh and a dunk tank and, I'm, I'm, and maybe talk to me about it you sons of bitches well you you weren't this, around for the first 100 so yeah, this, this we pre- actually this have to pre-dates. do it without I you think <laughs> I, was, <actually. laughs> we, we actually, I think i was actually i think i was around for the hundredth we have to. no no you weren't we didn't start recording with you until like 130 something i think yeah but all those are really bad <laughs> i don't know we hit our stride around like what 40 40 yeah 40 so. like 40 to 43 or so no it was 40 there. it was the the mother's day episode with luke and joe starkey that was the one that went i know people. but how long did that stride last four oh, four I mean, episodes yeah, then it was right back. Yeah, then yeah. we found you in a dumpster, and yeah. we adopted you, and now we're great. Yeah. Hey, guys, guess what? I'm going to host the radio show again on Friday. Are you serious? Yeah. And uh, I'm going back to radio. These these golden pipes, just now, for the show. Now, which ev- uh, show on Fox News are you hosting? Oh. Because <laughs> now that Tucker's gone, and he it's is, you were his biggest fan, so... Well, I, I don't know if it's the biggest. My dad does exist, but um, <laughs> definitely, you know. definitely most white. Yeah. Again, my dad does exist. Uh, I, I, it'll probably be. Uh, I think I'm filling in for Greg Gutfield. For on is that his name, Greg, Greg, Greg I, I don't know. Who, I don't this know. is local politics radio that we know. No, he's a Fox News guy. guy. I think he oh. hosts like a comedy <laughs> yeah, show. No, anything about Read that. the fucking news, Jesus. This, I don't have to. You know why? This is a movie podcast in oh, a TV. Boy. It's not about TV. So here's the thing, guys. For your, when you guys did record a hundredth episode, it wasn't like the official thing. Yeah. But we brought you a cake to celebrate. You don't remember this, but we did. That's true. Where's our goddamn cake? It's very true. I love uh, cake. In your hand, you are holding something better than cake. Oh. Okay. It is today's sponsor, Brad. Why don't you tell us what today's sponsor is? That's right, guys. And now, now before I, I tell you what the sponsor <laughs> is, uh, l- 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 let me ask you a question. Uh, you you know, don't ask them this time. Don't ask me. Okay. Ben. Yes. Bloom. <laughs> Hello. Susan. Yep. S- Susan. Swarner. <laughs> uh, Kai, w- w- what's your favorite lemon lime soda? Oh. Uh, 
It's Sprite, right? It's everybody's a Sprite. No, it's, Sprite it's, reminds me of having the flu. <laughs> That's what 7-Up is. Yeah, see, 7-Up is for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. I guess Starry. I actually really like Starry. You know what? Starry. I, Starry's yeah. good. I was on the Sprite Starry train Starry was a previous sponsor, so. Oh. I, yeah, I'm, I'm flipping over to Starry as well. Okay. So not Sierra Mist? Correct. I think that stuff is garbage. Uh, I haven't had Sierra Mist for so long. Well, it's I gone now because it's Starry, so. I can't make that statement. What, a, what, I, about, uh, what about like any of the generic ones? Mellow uh, Yellow? More, no, Meliello is like, like that. knockoff Doctor. Yeah. That's yeah. not knockoff. That's knockoff Doctor yeah. Pepper. Knockoff Mountain Dew, right? <laughs> you know how Meliello is just like Doctor Pepper. <laughs> I love it. I nice, meant knockoff Mountain nice Dew. Nice yellow, refreshing Doctor Pepper. Mellow Yellow is made by like the Coca Cola Company, so it's no, not yeah. a knockoff. No, it's it's Coke's Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah, but Coke. it's it's like a legitimate. Yeah, Doctor. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about like Doctor Thunder Lightning. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about that kind of stuff. Like Kroger's Mountain Dew. Yeah. Or Ralph's if you're listening in California. Yeah, Peak Citrus. Is that the thing? I buy, I buy the the generic oldie version for my kids of their pop. I'm sure it's giving them cancer, but that's what I give them. American soda flavor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's Made called. Made in Sweden. Well, guys, Patriot I, water. Oh, can we pick like lemon, like lime Haritos? Is that an option? Oh, that's a great option. I, I mean, uh, Brad's I mean, face is telling me no. I can't. Like <laughs> well, this is a free country. You do whatever you want. <laughs> Probably not, because I mean, a glass bottle sort of yeah, into a hole. In the that's arena. a different. Thing. What do I hold in my hand? Well, what you got in your hands is a delicious, delicious nutri. Go ahead and just pop it in your mouth. Is it a tic tac? It looks just, like just, a pill. It is. It is LSD. <laughs> <laughs> we are going on a journey. <laughs> what you What you got here is just just a, a nice tic tac. And what, what flavor do you think that Tic Tac is? You don't have to hear. You just say Benny Bad, Bad Breath. You don't have to like sneak what it fla- in. This what one. flavor? I'm, I'm going to guess it's some kind of tic-tac like soda is. flavor. That's what you would think, but maybe it's a ruse. What is wrong this with you? This is a very long <laughs> ruse. Then. Oh the God. setup for this really sucks. This, this is, does this taste is like, like something I've had before. This is seven up. I'm going to guess Sprite. Is Nope, Susan, go ahead. Nate doesn't know. Sprite? This is definitely ben? a, a... I don't know. I can't place it, but it's something I've had. Yeah, it is. It is. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. something yeah. in there that I've had, and I don't know yep. what it is, but it's 7-Up maybe? It's well, guys, me. the winner is Susan. It is Sprite Tic Tacs. Official Sprite Tic Tacs from Tic Tac and the Coca-Cola Company. It doesn't feel like Sprite to me, though. It yeah, feels like no. something else. Yeah. Yeah. I call him bluff. No, I, I don't think that's what it is. You. It feels like a good mix of lemon and lime. Yeah. Yeah. Like what Sprite should be. You know, does it have a crisp flavor to yeah, it? Yeah, but it does have a little bit of like a like a crisp, refreshing Sprite. It's got a bit a bit of effervescence. Yeah, that's what I th- I tasted as well. Yeah. Okay, where, all right, where can now, people get this? You can just find it in stores. I, I found it at Walmart in a nice display that also has Coca Cola Tic Tacs. Oh, Here, did you bring some of that? Ooh. No, I don't know but if, those it, ooh, if you good. bite into it, it's very very. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. that. I was trying to get rid of it here. Um, well, what's thanks. the Sprite? Oh, is it Obey Your Thirst? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't like, know if it still is, but it used to be. Obey Your Breath. Obey these. Your Breath. I was not Breath excited. Your Thirst. Sounds, sounds kind of sexual. <laughs> <laughs> obey Your Breath. Uh, <laughs> Sprite Tic Tacs. Obey Your Breath. <laughs> now it's just Obey. <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding you. <laughs> according, to, according, to Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia, the slogan has changed from its long-running Obey Your Thirst to just Obey That's in the United States, and I'm going to guess something from every, the Trump administration, and was outright replaced with freedom from thirst in many countries. Oh. is just, just shouting obey at someone. Is obey. <laughs> yeah, I don't love that. Obey. Obey. Okay, anyway. Uh, wow. Well, thanks for the effervescence. And I all have delicious Sprite breath. Yeah. I can't wait to make out with you later, buddy. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, Brad. Uh-huh. What's the last movie you saw, buddy? Oh, let me tell you. Oh, my God. Why are you so... <laughs> no, you know what? And you're laughing too much. Susan, what's, what's the last movie you saw? Um, the, well, 
the three movies that we're going to discuss yeah, on our but podcast. Before that, I, we saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in theaters on Mutant Saturday. Mayhem. Mm-hmm. TMNT, huh? TMNT. Brad, you saw it as well? I saw that yeah. film as well. Nate, well, did you go? No, but I, I want to hear what they think. They had to go to a yeah. fucking birthday party. Easy. I, right. inv- I invited him, and he was like, oh, we're gonna go to a birthday party. Yeah, it, it, we have lives. No, no, but like, you choose a movie. <laughs> 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 he does this to me all the time. I have to work. <laughs> Whatever. You should choose a movie. Yeah, like choose Dweeb. choices that make your life better. No, it's choose choices that make your life better. <laughs> yeah, but it, it also helps you. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yep. what did you think? I really, really liked it. Um, the animation was awesome. And honestly, when I saw the first trailer for it, I wasn't sure I liked the animation. But seeing it all in the film, it was awesome looking. It was really beautiful. Really well done. And I thought the references were really good. Like, they updated it really well so it wasn't cheesy or, like, hokey. I thought it, they did a really good job, like, bringing it up into 2023 with the references and everything. So, well, that was really good. How about you, Mr. Ben? What's the last movie you saw? Is it the same one? Same one. Yeah. We'll th- we, you can say the movies that, uh, that so that these listeners are. Oh, yeah. Are, but we'll talk about them on your yeah. show. So ben, what, I don't know if you mentioned ben, your podcast you or not. what did you think of Ninja Turtles Mean Mayhem? Well... I'm going to answer all of your questions at once. So we watched Predator, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. and Superbad over the weekend in preparation for our show, Life in the Credits, which you can watch and listen to wherever you're listening to this show. And I loved the new Ninja Turtle movie. I thought it was the best one they've ever made. Ooh. Whoa. Wait, you think it's better than the OG? I think it's better than the OG. I thought about it. Come on. It's not that hard. Yeah, that's that's a pretty low bar. Okay, hold on. When's the last time you saw the OG 1990 Ninja Turtles movie? Probably 1992. I'm sure it's fine. No, no, no. That's the thing. Is the the OG Ninja Turtles movie is a weird, cool piece of like superhero like cinema that like they don't make these kind of movies anymore. Okay, but I'm sure it's, it's fun. fun. It's, sure no, it's, fine. it's the thing. It, it's fun. It's weird. It's gritty without trying to be gritty like a Zack Snyder movie. It's just it, it's it's such a unique. <laughs> Zack Snyder. I'm here for any time you throw Zack Snyder under the bus. By the way, I like <laughs> that. every episode. Listen to it. And I'll, and I'll do it. I'll throw one out there. Uh, but no, like the the original Tur- Ninja Turtles movie because I I grew up on the turtles and it's not just nostalgia because like rewatching as an adult. I've recognized like why the second one is too goofy and silly, and is even though I have you know Fond, warm, warm feelings about it, it yeah. yeah, I recognize that it's just kind of not that great. The third one is garbage. The first Ninja Turtles movie is just it, on on top of just being a cool, weird superhero movie. The the animatronics and like the stuff they did to bring the turtles to life is so cool because it, it's Henson, Jim Jim Henson's company that did it, and it's it's just. You should rewatch it, and I, I will. think that you guys will. will find that it's, it holds up, and that's really good. I love that movie, but the thing is, it's a movie about Raphael. It's not a, a movie about the family, and this yeah. movie is a movie about the family, and I loved that the Ninja Turtles in this one feel like teenagers Yeah, yeah. for the first time ever. Like, I haven't watched the, the new cartoons or anything. I watched, the, like, the old 80s cartoon, yeah. but... This one really felt like a like a that complete was, story. That was something that Seth Rogen talked about. Like mm-hmm. one of their primary focuses was make these actual teenagers. Yeah, because yeah. they well, had really done job. that. You know. Yeah, and it really it really does bring you into like this group of people. Like they're young, they're still figuring out out their lives, and like the the dynamic between them honestly feels a lot like the Stranger Things kids. If yeah. the Stranger Things kids were mutated turtles, that new turtle. <laughs> um, Last season's season, coming up. Season four. Yeah, yeah. coming but, up. But no, it's like or the five. The dynamic five. five. The dynamic between the kids is, is really funny, uh, and like Susan said too, like it's interesting because the references they make. There's a lot of movies when you have kids, they're making references that kids 
their age probably wouldn't make. It's like references that a 40-year-old person put into their mouth. It's like, oh, these are the movies that I grew up with. But like, there's a point in the movie where they reference, they're talking about uh, the villain Superfly scheme. And there's like, oh, so he's doing some like Gru Mega Mind level kind of stuff. Because that's the references that like, you know, a 14, 15-year-old kid would make because those are the movies that they grew up on. So like, it's cool little stuff like that. And then it also has a, a really surprising... Uh, soundtrack like there there, yeah. there weren't uh, so there was a couple of needle drops that I was not expecting like uh, there is a great uh, fight like sequence of like uh, action sequences uh, that is set to no diggity and I would have never thought oh yeah let's do a Ninja Turtles action sequence set to no diggity yeah, and it, it's it, a great no jam it's though it's a great really jam cool. <laughs> it's done very well so uh, the three of you that have seen it then how would you would you say this compares well to uh, across the spider verse yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely a similar kind of thing. The uh, the animation style differentiates itself enough that it's it's um it doesn't feel derivative or anything. Yeah, like, like that. it's it's it has like the the same unique flair, but it's its own style because they tried to make it like uh, a sketchbook, you know, like unfinished concept art where it had there's like little scratches and doodles all, all over like the characters and things like that, and it just it just feels very very scrappy. I think it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. That was not Scooby Doo. Shut up. And I love also that it was like. Less than two hours. It, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's a movie that gets in, it does yep. the thing, and it gets out. And I love that because we've seen so many movies that go on for three or plus hours recently. And this one was just like, this is great. You know, they get on the, they know exactly what they want to do, and the way the it's directed, the set pieces. I don't want to spoil it, but the ending is very smart because yeah. it uses all the characters in their own strengths and gives everybody something to do, which when you get into these big movies, especially recently, you have a lot of characters sort of like teaming up and sitting around while three people do everything. And I, this movie is really smart. The yeah. big question, how much pizza do they eat? A oh, lot considerable. of pizza. Yeah. Considerable amount of pizza. Yeah. Plenty, yeah. plenty, plenty of pizza to go around. Okay. And everybody eats it, not just the turtles. Oh, and, and also <laughs> move, o- move over uh, Baby Yoda because the new hotness are the turtle tots. The, they show the Ninja Turtles as little tiny kids. Oh, yeah. And they are the cutest, weirdest looking little dudes <laughs> that they, I've seen in animation in a while. They're just All right. fun. Highly yeah. recommend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely see it. Uh, it'll probably be, I think it's going to be out by the time this episode is out because it comes out on August 2nd. So you'll probably be, be able to see it well, right besides, away. Besides that, Ben Brad, what are the other movies that you've been watching? You, you asking Ben and Brad or just Brad? No, just Brad. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you said Ben. Did I say Ben Brad? Yeah. Answer, you said Ben Brad. Answer in unison. Ben, ben Brad. Besides that, Brad. Bam, bam. <laughs> What's the uh, what are the other movies you've been well, I've, I've dialing been, into? I don't uh, I don't want to upset anybody, but I've been watching some television. I'm oh. very upset. Did I'm not watch? upset at all. Go on, friend. <laughs> As did, well. you watch, did you watch your Dish assignment to us? Yeah. What'd you say? Did you watch your assignment at least? I'll I'll, I'll get to that, buddy. Don't but don't worry. Don't don't you? Don't hey you, hey hey. You hey, start you start off with hey, I don't hey, want to upset ben, anybody, but hey, I've been watching all the TV. Hey, meaning ben, I didn't do my talk. job. I didn't. Hey, ben, let him talk. What'd you watch on on the television? Thank you, Nate. I appreciate you. What are you doing? Television. I watched I watched a couple episodes of Jury Duty. Have you guys watched Jury Duty? I've watched a couple episodes. I've heard it's good. So, for those of you who don't know, Jury Duty uh, is a new show. On, is it on Tubi? It is on. Uh, it's on Freevee, Freevee, which is Amazon's <laughs> yeah. free thing. But if you have Amazon Prime, it's on Amazon yeah. Prime as well. Uh, so it is a. Um, it's made out to be like it's a reality show following this guy who is doing Jury Duty, um, but it's all fake except for him. So they've set up this mock trial and everything around him. 
and they're following this real guy as he goes through this process of doing what he thinks is real jury duty. Uh, it's executive produced by Gene Stamitsky and Lee Eisenberg, who were executive producers on The Office for a while. Uh, Gene Stamitsky just directed No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. Um, and so it follows this guy and uh, sets him up. And so everybody in this court case, whatever, the judge, the jurors, all this stuff, they're all played by actors. The executioner? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then one of the one of the more amusing parts about this is James Marsden is in the series as himself. He's been called into jury duty, and so like the way he is acting is he's kind of playing up being kind of like a douchey celebrity who's kind of self-involved and that kind of thing. And watching the real guy react to what's happening and everything, it's really funny and it's it's very clever so far. It's one it's, of the more it's, original. It's a micro concepts. Truman show, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It is, it's it's so interesting. And this guy, you couldn't have done this show without this guy being such a good person. Yeah. He is a genuinely good person. And so he just kind of trusts people, but you see him kind of processing like, these situations. Yeah. Uncomfortable, Ben, actually. Uncomfortable situations. Yeah, there is. I did, my, I, my, <laughs> my favorite two things, uh, television shows and un, being, I did being wonder, uncomfortable. I did wonder if Ben could cool. enjoy it because it's, it's no, not... No, the answer is no. It's not always awkward, but there are some... No, it's, are cringy, it's the worst cringy. because he's a real person too. Like when it's, oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. actors, I have a tough enough time knowing that this guy really is being put through something he shouldn't be put through. Yeah, no. But it's fucking not... Pass. It, they're, not necessarily putting, <laughs> they're not necessarily putting him through things where Oh, they're like, not? No, no, not in a way where like... They're, they're, it's not like it's a, a prank show necessarily. <laughs> oh, it's not. No, yeah, it's, definitely. He's <laughs> definitely not being lied to his face for the entire uh, nation to enjoy. Did you hear his voice? Like it's going up like he's getting anxious just even yeah it's about. terrible like, yes. listen, listen, don't listen. do that to people he gave up carbs it should be illegal <laughs> don't do that to people uh it's a really funny show though and it just got nominated for i think four emmys so it oh got, good it we're gonna get a lot of, more then got some attention cool. but it's a very original concept and I'm, I'm curious to see how it plays out I'm, i only just started it kind of what's do you hate all prank shows uh no I don't hate all prank shows. Like I, I like jackass because they're all in on it and yeah. they're pranking each other that's so, not, right. well that's not really a prank show like we're talking, like like punked. They don't prank each other on that show. Not not in the way that like you can't handle. So that's not punked, a prank like, like punked. So so you're saying that Jackass punked. is not a prank show. I I would say moreover, Jackass is a stunt show than a prank show. Yeah, I would. I think it's a prank show. I don't know. They do pranks on each they other. They do prank they, each they, other. They, they do prank. They do prank each, each other. Quite quite a yeah. lot actually. I would say that they do more stunts than pranks. Is there a world where both of those things exist, where it is a prank show and a stunt? show? I think that's Jackass. You that's mean, what I would <laughs> say. <laughs> I think we're fighting over something that like both I, I, exist. I think Brad just doesn't want to admit that there's pranks involved in you Jackass. Mean, you mean a show with strengths and prunks? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I don't like uh, when you know. When it's just awkward, I just don't like. It. I don't like it when it's awkward for for a, a, when it, when a, a character is meant to feel bad when they're trying their best. Like I don't yeah. like that. At yeah, all. new listeners might not know this, but Ben can't watch the show The Office no. because it's so awkward for no. him. Now, I think the 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 one that I can watch the 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 most of. I, I watched all of Parks and Rec, and I really liked it, even yeah. though there are not necessarily office level, but like a yeah. lot well, of there scenes. are some awkward yeah. moments mm-hmm. in that show, and I still really enjoyed that show. That's because it's great. So, did you see any movies? Uh, no. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, I, w- I watched a movie that I was assigned by my, my good friend Nate, who he just gets me. You know, he knows the movies that I like to watch. Is this just, and- is, is this is this because I assigned you Broken Arrow last week and you're just so fucking over it? <laughs> oh my you God. You didn't hate Broken Arrow? I didn't hate Broken Arrow, but when but when I saw the movie that Nate assigned me, I was like, wow, this is, this is a treat. Uh, and Nate assigned me a movie called Everybody Wants Some with three exclamation points after it. 
It literally has three exclamation points. And uh, it's a movie by Richard Linklater that came out in 2016. Uh, Richard Linklater being the guy that directed Days and Confused, very famously, uh, with Matthew McConaughey and his all right, all right, all right. And a Ben Affleck vehicle. Not really a vehicle. No, no, Ben Affleck got out of a vehicle. That, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is a movie. Uh, this is like, if you like a movie where dudes are just being dudes, <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is that movie. This is like the ultimate dudes being dudes movie. Like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, just like just like Ninja Turtles. Uh, but no, so it uh, it has such a great cast too. It's uh, it's got uh, Blake Jenner. It's got Glenn Powell. Who man, I don't understand how Glenn Powell hasn't become a huge star. He's the, beautiful, the, isn't he? The, not only is he beautiful, he's just cool and just yeah. like just he's he's always great. I've never seen him in a movie where I've thought that he's bad. Um, it's a good, it is good. Isn't good he question. Blackberry. I haven't seen Blackberry yet, so I don't okay. know if that's true. But he's, he's no, that's a different. You're thinking Glenn. of Glenn Howard, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. But he's Correct. also awesome. Yeah. Well, well that's like the implication. I I, <laughs> I I genuinely think though we're gonna have a Glenn Powell like you know I think oh, he's, no, Powell, is it from he's raising up here yeah. 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 next Glenn couple Powell years. Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna see something a, with that. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Glennisance. nice. Wyatt Russell is also in this, but so the the story is it it's Zoe Deutsch. Yeah, Zoe Deutsch. Um, so it, it follows a group of dudes. It's the the weekend, last weekend before school starts, uh, and all these guys are playing baseball for their university, and they've just gotten there. Um, and in two days, like they actually start school, but they have they're on the part of the baseball team, and they're all hanging out, and they're they're put up in these houses that they stay in, and it's literally just this baseball team hanging out, fucking around, going to clubs. Uh, partying, trying to hook up with women, all that kind of stuff. It, it is definitely a, a spiritual successor to Days and Confused. Has a little bit of Animal House. Not in a it. lot of plot to no, it. No, really. not a lot of plot. You're just following them, and they're just literally just walking around, screwing around, doing stuff, and like just the dynamic they have with each other is a lot of fun. Like it, it was just a, a really. It's been a long time, I think, since I've seen a movie. Uh, like this, and I've been tending to watch this for a while. I, I didn't even expect it to be this good, even though I heard it was good. Uh, and it's just, it's just fantastic. It has a great old school soundtrack. It's, it's like an eighties kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's got like so, some leftover flares from the disco era and all, and all that stuff. But it's just, it's just great. It really is just a really good movie. So if, if you haven't seen, can you stream it anywhere right now? It's not streaming anywhere. I had okay. to, re- I had to rent it. So if you want to, if you want to go out of your way to rent it, it's a four dollar rental, and it is absolutely worth it. All right. Anything else? Uh no, I think that's that pretty much covers it. How about you, Mister Nate? What have you been watching? Um, so I've been watching some TV. No, just kidding. Um, I I went and saw a film the other day by myself. Um, called the Haunted Mansion. Oh, and I know. Here's the thing. I was very critical of the yeah. the trailers, and I actually said on this podcast, I think I'll never see it. <laughs> but I went to see it. Um, and I, I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was what made terrible. you want to go by yourself. Um, because uh, my text didn't go. On. I didn't have my kids. They were they weren't with me, and I was bored. So I just went by <laughs> myself. Um, and I wanted to go see a movie, and I'd seen the other big Everything movies out right see, now. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, there was I think a horror movie out. I just didn't want to see. Sound of Freedom. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> That's the I know Ben. I know kind of keeps on talking about it. Oh, I don't see that one, but I just didn't want to. Because so Diesel wins the Oscar. Let me just say it. So I went to see it, and it's not a perfect movie at all, right? Obviously, it's it's not a it's not even a great movie, but I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, it was fun, actually. There was some good bits in it. The how, actor. How many people were in the theater with you? Actually, so many more than I thought. Really? What, so this is a day. Uh, um, what? Yeah. What time and day did you go? A one thirty show on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time to take the kids. I think, out. Yeah, a new, a new family movie. Yeah. That's probably a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, like I said, I I didn't expect it to be 
good at all. So I'm not I'm not telling you to go see this movie because it's a great movie. I'm just saying yeah. I had fun in this film. Yeah. It was a great summer kind of blockbuster type of film. The the is it Lakeith Stanfield? Uh huh. He's great. Um, he's very charismatic. I, I enjoyed him. Um, there were some casting issues that I think if they would have went a different direction would have helped this film. I'm not. I. I'm not. I'm not. Not a fan of Tiffany Haddish. Didn't love her in this role. Yeah. Um. She's very one note in her acting, and so I feel like this role given to somebody else would have. She played kind of a like a clairvoyant. It, it could have been a lot better. Yeah. Um. I love Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, same thing. He's playing kind of the same character that he plays in Loki. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it, it, I think if you would have honestly given that those two roles to somebody else, um, and I, I don't, I want, please don't bring me any hate. I don't dislike those those actors. But if they would have done something else there, I think it would have been even better. What about, what about Jared Leto? Jared Leto, though, <laughs> is, you. so this is, I, I, I despise Jared Leto, actually. Yeah. Um, That's a bold stance. Well, I, I feel like there's enough. And I just feel like we're gonna eventually, in a few years, hear that he has a cult somewhere that, yeah. like, I just didn't, didn't we already hear yeah, that. Yeah, okay. we already yeah. Hear that. I don't know. I just feel like that's gonna yeah. come up, and we're gonna all have to very much distance ourselves. Like, Army Hammer Le- has yeah. his black book, and like, yeah. it's just full of Jared Leto's. That's what I feel like. Numbers. It's just not out yet. Or Jared, Leto, Jared Leto pulls him in, and Army Hammer eats him. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. God. Eats him up. Yep. So, but but he's CG, CGI the whole time. Yeah, he's so a you, you never see yeah. him. He's just a voice, and his voice is modulated, so you oh. don't really know it's him. I'm really, well, I'm really glad we paid him then for that. <laughs> well, that's not, Honestly, it was like, I, I almost didn't want to see this movie because his name was on the thing, because yeah. I, I really don't like him. And so, if you would have, like... I wouldn't have known it was him. I honestly would not have known it was him voicing it and acting as it. You know, I don't know if he did like the the um you know war, motion capture. Yeah, yeah. motion capture. I don't know how they did that character. Did they make the hatbox go sing a thirty seconds to Mars song? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well, but, it's but, a beautiful house. There was some was emotional elements to it. It was good. I don't Isn't know it, what song that is. Isn't it a beautiful lie? Isn't a beautiful lie? I'm not I don't sure. Know. I don't know that song. Yeah. Thirty seconds to Mars song. I saw another film. Oh, okay. Oh, hey. This is way better um, than what Ben was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> ben assigned me a film, uh, a Canadian film uh, from 2011 called Goon. And it's, it's a good. sports movie. I love sports movies. And so this is a film, and I, I actually, we can, if, if I have one, we don't have to play one later, but I did create a game based on Sean William Scott. Yeah, then we're going to play that game. Um, but this stars Sean William Scott. It's written by Jay Baruchel. Um, and Evan Goldberg, obviously, those two have done a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Jay Baruchel's written a ton, but I didn't check that out. But he did write this. Yes. Um, a bunch of Canadian people are in this Eugene Levy, um, Alison Pill, um, the Prime Minister of Canada, Liev Schreiber's in it as well. This he, is such he's a the f- Prime Minister of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is such a fun film. I have seen this film like on Netflix, like, like. Uh, you you might like and I've always turned this film down because I I didn't know what this would be like and I really actually like Sean William There's Scott a, a in lot this. more heart in this than you would think so much more and I just I honestly I love this film it was so much fun to watch good um, so it's about this guy who uh, I don't know a ton about hockey but. You know, you've got this in, in in hockey. Oftentimes, there's a character on the team that's going to be the enforcer. He's going to be the one that picks the fights, these kind mm-hmm. of things. And Sean William Scott plays a guy that's in a. You know what else I loved about this film is his background's not tough. They didn't have him like coming from 
a divided like a, family. A, a penitentiary. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. His, he comes from a loving family, and like he just doesn't know. He's got a good heart. He doesn't know what he wants to do in life. He feels kind of like he's a failure compared to the other people in his life. He's kind of a not a lost soul because he doesn't necessarily. He doesn't seem depressed. He just seems. But, he, but he's good at this, right? Yeah, and so, but he's he he's a like a a, a bar. What is a security guy kind of? Yeah. Um, bouncer. Yeah. A bouncer. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so it co- it comes out to. He's in the audience of a hockey game. He gets in a fight with a hockey player, and the coach then finds him and invites him to audition for the team, and he makes it. and And it's just, it's just great. It, it, it is. He's got a lot of heart. It's got a little bit of. He's got a little bit of Ted Lasso in him at times. Just, you know, just goodness. Um, Allison Pill plays a character I've never seen her play before. Kind of, uh, uh, not a douchebag, but she, she understands. Like, you know, I'm not a good person. Allison Pill, usually in roles I've seen her in, is more of like the girl next door or, you know, the try hard kind of. And so it was interesting to see her in this. Loved it. If you get a chance to see it, definitely do it. There you go. One of my favorite parts of the way Nate described that is you can tell that Nate's not necessarily a super sports guy because he said that they auditioned yeah. for the team. That's <laughs> how so you do it. You audition. You, uh, I don't know. You do I a, don't know you, about hockey. You do, <laughs> you, do a, you do a monologue on yeah. the ice yeah. and they're like, you know what? Welcome to the team. He's like, hey. I'm here, and they're like, "Hey, I like you." You're in. <laughs> I like that you also you try hard, but not try out. Yeah. So okay, you know what? It's great. I love it. I'm glad I, that you I, like I, that movie. Is the is the second one good as well? It's n- it's nowhere near as good okay. as, as the first one. You're you're good just stopping where you're at. It was a commercial failure. It did not do well, but you should see it. I think that that was probably because in the states, probably hockey movies, right, aren't. Unless you're the Mighty Ducks, it's not going to do. And it I read you. too. But also, the 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 marketing for that movie. How do you market that? It, it was it's it was really like they tried to market it. I think back in the day, the trailer was like a very very fight heavy. Yep. And instead, it's a movie that's not nothing like that. Yeah, I, and I read it as well that there were like when they were marketing the film, there were three prominent hockey players that had sadly ended their life. Oh, that's tough. Uh, and there was this conversation about CTE and like at the same time to try to market a film. Yeah, that's tough. And so yeah. that also played a part, you that's know. Fair. But like when the when the watch came the out. The neighborhood right? watch yeah, became right. the watch. Yeah, exactly. Right after the, the Trayvon, Trayvon Martin, Martin incident. Was, oh, okay. Murder. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's absolutely I mean, murder. it's just Yeah, that guy's a murderer. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, people do come to us for the hard hitting news. We gotta, we gotta let them know. Hey, hey, we gotta put it out there. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, F- fuck him. Uh, is that it? That's it. Uh, I watched. Uh, oh, Star Season. Well, yeah. why do you think they release Haunted Mansion now versus? In That's actually that we've been talking a good about, question. Yeah. about that uh, in our my my like professional yeah. circle because. Uh, especially because Disney's made this mistake before. Yeah. It, it happened with Hocus Pocus. They yep. re- they released it and it like it was a bomb. It's like I don't know. Hey, you know, like you know what people are clamoring for in May? Hocus Pocus. <laughs> you know, what are they? Um, there's something to be said about going against the like the, what the market is happening, right? Yeah, but like it's just like I, I'm not sure why they went specifically for one week after yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer mm-hmm. came out. Right. Like you had to have seen like that was going to be a hit. Like like they they could have easily delayed this movie a couple months ago and pushed it back a so, little bit. But is 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 it kind of was were they thinking that Barbie was not going to be a family film? I honestly don't know. I, like, no one is really no, sure what their reasoning is. Yeah, like because the only the other thing I can think of is you release it now in the theaters and then you hit the the, the streaming networks, you know, on, on Disney Plus in October, right? Yeah, 
because it's it's August first, so they part can give of me, it two months. And part of me is wondering if maybe they did it early so that they could release it on VOD in October. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry, yeah. streaming or VOD. Yeah, whatever. yeah. So that it'll they'll get because yeah. like, because a lot of people do like watching VOD horror, mm-hmm. you know, from their their sure. home during Halloween season. So. That makes sense. It was ri- previously scheduled for a March 10th release. What? Wow. Um, and well, that and that makes a little more sense because March has typically been like a month for horror releases, you know, because there's not a lot, a lot going on in March. I do think this film, uh, to your point, Ben, when you said about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that it's a it's an hour and a half. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. This is <laughs> this is a, a, a tad over two hours. They could have cut 20 minutes out yeah, of it, and it would have yeah. been a better film. Sure. But gotcha. All right, Ben. 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 Oh me, me, sorry. You. Yeah, I watched movies. I watched I watched quite a few actually this time. Oh. Yeah. It was pretty great. Okay. That's all I gotta say about that. All right, Ben and Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote them down so that I remember them all. Uh I watched Windfall on uh Netflix. So Jason Siegel, uh uh Jesse Plemons mm-hmm. uh movie. A thriller. Uh yeah. Jesse Plemons plays was a it good? Bi- billionaire. It was great. Um plays a billionaire and Jason Siegel breaks into his house thinking that he's not there but then Jesse Plemons and his wife come home and discover him there and it becomes a hostage situation and it's not the kind of thriller it's not meant to be like Jim Carrey and the number 23 or whatever they didn't or, or like uh, Mr. Brooks with Dane Cook it was not they didn't do that to Jason Siegel it's there's definitely a lot of levity in the movie but it gets very serious mm-hmm. and there's a lot it's and it but it's, again it's an hour and 25 minutes long and they so they, again to your point they knew exactly what they were doing mm-hmm. get in set the stage let it play out and be done and it worked really really well so I highly recommend it it's on Netflix called Windfall it's um, very good we rewatched uh, Tropic Thunder I haven't seen that in a while, Great. so we threw that on. That uh, speaking of Jay Barishall. fucking love Traffic Thunder so yeah. much. <laughs> so uh, this is probably my fifth or sixth time seeing it uh, in my life. That's it? Yeah. and um, Gotta watch it more. <laughs> <laughs> I will say on, on this uh, iteration of, of the watch, uh, uh, Jack Black's character st- stood out the yeah. most to me as being, that's a really good performance. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I probably haven't seen it in ten years, and then before that, it had probably been like four times when it came out, right? So, um, it's just crazy to me that how good he is in that role, mm-hmm. from just the the when he's getting off heroin and just switching yeah. quickly and hilariously, but also sad. You know, yeah. there, there's some real work that was done there. I love Jack Black. Oh my god, he's yeah. mm-hmm. fantastic. And and all I mean, talk about using slow mo for comedy in an action movie. Oh my god, so many great slow mo yeah. shots, um, and just the stuff you don't expect. Like they're running across the bridge, and like Ben Stiller's being stabbed by the by the <laughs> baby, <laughs> yeah. and he whips the baby into the river. Like just shit like that. It was very funny. Still, uh, the still the the R word gets thrown around really really heavily, and it's it's that's I was cringing when I was watching. But those it is it, again though, much like the blackface, it does serve a purpose. Because it's the the idea is like putting putting out there of like mocking the perspective that like the academy does have the right. u- the usage of the word is a little like t- so, a little so too much. So this is a private but... conversation between two actors, right? That are on yeah. set and they're throwing the R word around like, exactly. like it doesn't matter. And obviously nowadays that that would not work. Yeah, but I get what they're it, saying it, about it, those those it type didn't of actors. Work then either. Yeah, but... The, but those type of actors would be the types that would say those types of words. But there's there's diligence that can be done these days to clean that kind of shit up it's there's no place for it but that, um, but it, I, I still think that there is something to be said about like them talking about it in that way and it being a a satire and like turning a critical eye on how both how 
the academy views those kinds of performances because there is there is a real stigma was a real stigma with that that's where the conversation comes from of the idea I, i'm not of, disagreeing of, about that i'm talking about the actual use the the, the dialogue that no no using. i no no but it, to me this goes back to the idea though of like the language not being not not condoning it but being part of defining the characters and how they speak to so, each other so so Brad then if if this film was released today would you still advocate that they did that in the in in the film because again it, it's it's i think what you're saying is it's communicating some kind of import about the characters yeah, it's I th- giving I think it's it, giving you information it's, it's, about the characters to me it serves more of a purpose than just trying to make people laugh by saying the r word it's not using the r word as a punchline it's the way that the actors are describing in such a cavalier. So when you like, hear the actors say that, they want you to think a certain way about that. Actor, yeah, from, from my per, from my perspective, that's how that's how I feel. Because yep. especially because of how, like what the characterization of those two characters are in that movie, they're supposed to be kind of clueless and out of touch and self involved and like so focused on the work that like they don't really care about anything else. You know? Yeah, it's interesting because I was. I recently watched Days and Confused, and there's obviously a lot of language in there that you're going to watch, and it's an older film. It's, yeah. it, but it was still it was made in the '90s, so it wasn't you know. But there's language in there that I think in the '90s wasn't acceptable still, yeah. but in the '70s it was. Right. And so, like, I was wondering if they had that conversation about mm-hmm. how authentic do we want to make this to the characters? Yeah. You know. Um, I have no answer for that. I, but I, I think back, back, back in the day, back when they made Tropic Thunder, uh, the the R word was still being readily used, not as a punchline. Not no, not I think a, I think that's so, true too. Yeah. So the the studio is looking at us. Oh, this is not even a bad thing. We don't even have to have two thousand eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. People were definitely still throwing around that word like yeah. casual. I mean, in the Hangover, they call Alan that like all yeah. the time, and that's from two thousand twelve, isn't it? No, to the Hangover two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. There you yeah. go. So right the same. But 2010, we figured it out. We did. Yes. We finally got there <laughs> the with Johnny turned. Knoxville in The Ringer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We anyway. decided. Uh, fun, fun fact, though. I, I found this about out. About the R word? No, no, no. Oh, about, sorry. <laughs> no, who wrote, no. who wrote <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Um, uh, Justin Thoreau. Yeah, yes. Thoreau, yeah. yeah. A friend of really? uh, yeah, it's Smartless. Smartless. Yeah. Ben, wow. ben Stiller and Justin Thoreau wrote it. I think I think Aton Cohen also wrote it. He did. Yep. Man, he was left off the credits then. That's tough. He's not, though. He he didn't write the story <laughs> of it, but he helped right. write the actual script. Yeah. So he was left off the credits. Anyway, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't I, I watched the no- Netflix, the Netflix documentary <laughs> uh, Untold Operation Flagrant Foul about the NBA ref Tim Donahue. Oh, you just reminded me of another movie I saw. I'll that uh, uh, Bet on Games. I don't know that story. And I, 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 I don't. What did no. you? What was the title? So uh, you're, you're a basketball nerd. So there, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a decent basketball nerd. Um, there's a series on Netflix called Untold, and it's all about these okay, sports. Uh, a yeah. lot of them are sports. You say related. a series? A TV series? No, it's a, like a, a docu. A docu. But see, it's not a docu series either because they're not they're not all on the same one that you can pick an episode. They're individual like documentaries. How long are they? They're an hour and twenty. Okay. That, that, Do they that's come out I mean, the, the Wikipedia does say Untold is a series of sports documentary films. Yeah, that's, oh, that's okay. it's, it's like 30 for 30. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, we'll let it slide. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, Tim Donahue was a, a ref in the NBA and he got mixed up in uh, betting on games because. And he says, obviously, to this day, he would just like he would say in the documentary, "I knew that the Boston Celtics, uh, uh, the the ref that was working that game, hates the head coach, like because they because he called him out publicly. So I knew he was probably not gonna. So I would call my buddy and give him that insider information, like, hey, this this ref hates that guy. Bet against him, right? He said he'd never deliberately." did anything in the actual game to cause the other team to lose. He would just have this insider knowledge and he did it. 
but he's still betting on games to, to you know millions of dollars are changing hands with and it ends up being like the Gambino crime family and all this other stuff and he, he just escalates to this part where there's an FBI sting and all this crazy shit and I think the most most incredible thing about this documentary was while I do believe that people are susceptible and there's probably this going on on a lot of levels with the NBA referees and NFL referees whatever any referee but as soon as the FBI got involved and was going to do a sting operation to catch more of the mafia and they informed the NBA, then there was a leak to the press. And so they, they had no more cards, no more leverage to see how far out this went. So it was in it, the only people's interest to make this go public, to make it go away was the NBA and it, and it leaked. So you have to think somebody yeah. in the NBA said, Hey, this isn't good for the league. David Stern, the commissioner at the time was like, Hey, somebody leaked this to the press. There's an investigation. Bam. You know, everybody, everybody involved goes to jail for a year. 15 mm-hmm. months and then you know Tim Donnie's out and he's whatever he's he's probably still got his hundreds if not millions of dollars it sounds yeah. it sounds like a cool story though. it yeah. was no it's it's a very unique story because it was at the time when y- this was probably in the ni- in the late 90s is when it took place so, so George- they're definitely still using the r word at this point <laughs> they definitely <laughs> unfortunately uh, but just the the footage of the games being because Tim Donahue is in this documentary. Mm-hmm. He's, he's front and center. He's answering questions about his involvement. And, well, I knew that, uh, you know, Allen Iverson, the head coach, and or the, the, one of the referees got, got into it with Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson had threatened him in the press. Wow. And so I knew that guy hated him. So the league at that time was trying to call palming violations where you have your, ball, your hand under the ball. So they called Allen Iverson for like seven traveling violations that game. And who, who do you think lost? The Sixers, right? So this is the kind of stuff they were doing on that scale, but it involved the the crime and mafia. Man, and I remember, I remember the time how big, how big, like Iverson was such a big deal at the time that people like were changing how they were dribbling. They were doing like the yep. yeah. It was in so the effect that the NBA officials do have on the outcome of the game obviously is is huge, mm-hmm. but then to have somebody in your back pocket. And just all the, and it was, it was straight out of, because his buddies were all like these New York guys. And it was like, you know, when he would call me and he was telling me, you know, to, to favor the home team, he would, you know, my, my cousin Chuck, Chuck stayed home, you know, so he'd be like, hey, how's Chuck? You know, my, my cousin Jerry, he, he left, right? So he'd be the away team. So uh, Jerry's doing pretty good. This is exactly how they were talking. And they were, it was just nuts to me that they were living that lifestyle. Do you think that there are still people who are doing this? Yes. Like that might be willing to like help me out? Yes. No. <laughs> no, sorry. No, not oh. that part. But there, no, you answered too quick on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I would, I, I would I would, like to get down on that. You got some yeah. student loan debts you've been talking it's about. Okay. Yeah. If, if anyone wants to do any of this cool betting stuff, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me know. I am down, down. to clown. Okay. You, you want to try to influence front tomato scores? And then like get in Ooh. on the mafia. Ooh, that sounds that sounds a little uh, no no. Oh, so now it's not it's not yeah when it's you doing it. Not well, I don't school. give a shit about basketball. But you do care about movies. And again, he's not doing anything illegal. I love that Fair you enough. use the phrase "he got mixed up in." I think that's like the cutest way to say you committed a crime. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like I got all mixed up in it. I don't know. So the it, mafia. The, the, funny, the funny part was <laughs> oopsie poopsie. <laughs> somebody like in the documentary, they were like, you know, he offered me money, and I thought I could just uh, I'll see what this is like to give a little inside information. And then the very next meeting we had, he threatened my family yeah. and told me that if he if I ever stopped doing this, he would kill my family. So it was like he made. A series of errors there, but also to be like, oh, is this that big of a deal? Oh shit, my <laughs> yeah, family! That launches you pretty much exclusively into that. Have I, you watched no other episodes of this series? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Do I you was think, curious if any. Do you think Walter White got mixed up in that? <laughs> he did. He got a little mixed he up. Got a little mixed up. <laughs> you think Charles uh, Manson got mixed up in murder? A little now mixed we're up in a murder call. Now we're getting there. Uh, I, did I tell you last time I watched Paul? No. 
We, think, we, we watched Paul, the, the alien, alien movie. movie. Yeah, no, I've never a movie seen you that. love, don't you, Brad? Yeah, I really like Paul. Yeah, it's it's good. It's not great, but it's, it's well, good. yeah. Is it age well? Is it is it? It's not actually. So there's there's not very many problematic. It didn't come out all that long ago, though, right? Like 2013, 14? eleven. There you go. Yeah, it, it wasn't as problematic as <laughs> some of the other things we talked about today. Um, no, it, it's and you know what? I, Seth Rogen as Paul, the alien, is, is funnier than I remember. And the visual being. effects on Paul, I honestly, think look really amazing. Good. Still, yeah. still, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Bailey and I watched a, 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 a was it on Netflix again? Shimmer Lake. Yeah, Shimmer Lake. Do you ever see this movie? Hear about I've this never movie? Heard of it. So it's a movie with uh, starring Rain Wilson uh, and um, uh, Wyatt Russell. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Kurt um, Russell's son. He was in Everybody Wants Some. Oh, there you go. He's in Twenty Two Jump Street. There you go. Captain Ron, Ron Livingston. And, mm-hmm. Ron Livingston is yes. in it. Yep. Adam Pally. Yep. He's the Adam Pally. I think he's the sheriff. Rob Corddry. Uh, Rob Corddry, an FBI agent, along with Ron Livingston. Is this a comedy? It, it's a it's a it's a comedy heist. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that sounds fun. Uh, oh, John Michael it, Higgins is in it too. Who's uh, who's the bank uh, manager? Uh, he's a, he's an improv guy from all of the best in show and hey, John Michael John Higgins. Higgins. Oh, is that who it yeah. is? Oh, see, I don't yeah. forget. Learn name. names. I don't know names. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Crystal Michael Montgomery. <laughs> I'm making some. Anyway, that's John um, Michael Higgins' sister. <laughs> so the premise of this film is uh, it opens with there's been a bank robbery and it takes place. Uh, it shows you what happens Friday and then Thursday and then Wednesday and then Tuesday. So you kind of kind of put it together like that and like why was he so mad? Oh, I see why he's so mad. It's it, it takes place like that. Rain Wilson plays a degenerate uh, uh, brother of the sheriff who commits this uh, uh, bank heist and it all goes wrong. And so it, of course he's hiding from his own brother and the FBI gets involved. But the this is my favorite part about this movie. You, every movie where the FBI gets called in, they're these prickish, like, we got it from here. Agent Johnson. And yeah, yeah, yeah. they were Agent. so against <laughs> yeah. type. It was perfect. They, Rob Cordray and Ron Lynch were like, if you're expecting us to be those guys, <laughs> no, no, no. We are the B, nope. D team, we're the D team. <laughs> mm. They call us in because it was a federal, uh, uh, it was federally insured. It's the only reason you're here. You taking uh, action and us getting the credit sounds good to me. <laughs> like they were so on board and hilarious the whole time. So yeah, it's it's really fun and, and it's really short and I recommend it. Okay, where is it? Is it streaming somewhere? It's on, the it's Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, all right, there you go. And last but not least, I watched a, a movie that my buddy uh, Brad uh, prescribed me. Mm-hmm. Ingrid goes west. Yes. Ah, I watched that months ago. Was it good? It was very awkward. Yeah. So this and this is just going to show you how different Ben's mind works and how my mind works. Because in my mind, this was a movie that felt like an awkward movie to me. Like there's definitely like scenes where like this is Audrey Plaza, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah Plaza, but also playing um, Audrey Plaza, like yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. Um, but like there's not there's nothing. Hey, guess who else is in this? White Russell. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not joking. We saw him shimmer like, what the shit? That's this funny. So he's in all three of the movies we assigned. <laughs> yeah. All right. White Russell. There you go. Um, but no, I I, the, I have I've seen this movie a couple times. I saw it at Sundance years ago when it premiered, and there was no no scene in my mind that I, I didn't assign this to you because I was trying to like, and I, I knew like, that watch no, a fucking awkward no, movie, no. even though I do like to do that sometimes. The, but I this, will say that the, as far as everything you've ever given me to, to watch or, or like said, oh, you should watch this because it is awkward. I get what you're saying. It's not that way, but yeah. I was tell the people what it's about. Uh, so uh, Inger Goes West stars Aubrey Plaza as a an obsessive Instagram pretty much stalker. And the movie opens with her like confronting a woman at her wedding, uh, saying like, "What well, you bitch? I can't believe you!" 
and the the bride is basically like, we barely know each other. You've got to stop this. This is crazy. So she gets institutionalized. She gets out. Uh, her mother passes away and leaves her a bunch of money. And she uses that money to go to California and find her next victim, basically, and start celebrity stalking uh, Elizabeth Olsen's character. She's Who's like, an Instagram influencer. Trying to uh, become in that world, ingratiated in that world. Um, O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in it, and he's yeah. fantastic as the nerdy Batman-loving boyfriend-ish. He's the landlord first, and then he becomes I a love interest. Oh, my God. He was great in this. And I've never seen somebody vape so much in a movie where it didn't make me hate them. It's just like, oh, he needs that. Like, <laughs> it was just so perfect for the character. Is this a comedy? Yeah. It, it, it it's is. A com- it's yeah. a comedy with a little bit of like a, a thriller yeah. edge every yeah. now and then. I, like I tried to watch it as a comedy, and it it is not a comedy. It's, comedy. it's, a, it's yeah. a dark comedy. Yeah. It's very dark. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, are we. Sp- Am I spoiling? It's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's fine. No, I'm gonna be mad. So I think the reason that I liked it overall is because it ends non melodramatic. Okay. It ends with her trying to take her own life and honestly being real about everything. She wakes up in the hospital and she realizes, oh my god, I have fans now. I am part of this, and then it just fades to black. So she doesn't learn her lesson. She, yeah. she basically she just accomplishes her goal exactly through the worst means possible, mm-hmm. but it worked. Mm. And that's scary as fuck. But also, that's really true to life. Probably what would have happened, right? Yeah. Hey, what? Well, how about uh, Billy Magnuson? You like seeing Billy Magnuson in this movie? <laughs> Which one is he? It's the the dummy from Game Night. I have to call this because I don't remember the fucking the blonde guy, like her. Her dude. Oh, he's been in a. But he was in a. Oh my god, I forgot all yeah, about. That's her. Isn't that he was in because um, of Nikki. Yeah, yeah. And he's hilarious in Game Night. He's a total douchebag. Yeah, in this he's movie. a fucking he's weird, so good, asshole though. in this movie. But yeah, I he's great at that role. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was the best thing about the live action Aladdin movie too. He was really good. He, he was very good in that. Mm. I had a conversation with him. Um, so I interviewed him back when I did that No Time to Die press thing a while back. In in London, England. Yeah, and I and I complimented him, but I, but I made sure to qualify it so that he didn't necessarily take. You're my favorite dumb guy. Uh, ever. No, no, I said, <laughs> I, I no. What I told him, I was, I was like, you have an incredible ability to play these asshole characters with shit eating grins and like pull it off Smashville and like and like other people who are like there listening to the interview like were laughing and stuff like that. And he like he like smiled a bit too, but he also got very serious about it too. He's like, like he's talking about how like. Uh, basically what it came down to is kind of like a taking what you can get scenario and like this is like the phase he's at like in his career and that kind of thing and it was a very thoughtful like response to to what it was like and if they're like, gonna be only pitching me these things I'm gonna do it yeah the best it, was, it, was, it was very interesting so, yeah, yeah so was, and I, I was a little worried in the moment because I was like I was like is this gonna go over like terribly? Hey, so as a piece of shit <laughs> you're real good <laughs> yeah, but no, because he he is he is great. I I, I genuinely like him a lot. He's no, no, he was a very good part of of that. I mean, the the cast here is very good. Elizabeth Olsen plays the perfect douchey Instagram influencer who yeah. is just all about the selfie, and oh, it's just, it's unbearable mm-hmm. to watch. And that also does help me be like, well, at least she at least she's taking down a terrible person. Like it doesn't bother me as much. There you go. There you are. So Ben and Susan, let's yeah. get, let's get to you. You guys watched three movies. Oh, we did for we your did. podcast. Yes. What was your favorite out of the three to read? Oh, did you re- were they rewatches for they you? They were rewatches. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I made All them three. watch Predator for my thirty fifth. Yeah, so there was yeah. Predator, Predator, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind, and Superbad. And by the way, the trilogy. very much communicates our personality. Yeah, that's exactly I'm what I'm excited, <laughs> yes. excited to get into why you. I mean, I know why you picked Predator, Ben, yeah. but everyone else. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that on our show, but. but um, <laughs> yes, we did watch them all. Favorite? That's tough because they're 
They're so really different. Very, yeah, different movies. But like probably Superbad is the one I enjoyed the right watching answer. the most. I love Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Beautiful. Yeah. It's just a little harder to, I, you know. Because you don't like to be depressed movie. every moment. Yeah. Of- <laughs> no, also, it's not all depressing. I feel like it's hopeful. But um, you know, it's, so it's, we've yeah. talked about this on the podcast before yeah. because I had to watch it. You you signed it for me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, for the longest time, I thought it was hopeful. Uh, yeah. When I first saw it in college, and for the longest time, I was like, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like no matter what, like they're destined to be together and like be with each other. They keep finding each other. Kumail Nanjiani completely changed my perspective on this because on I think it was on uh, you made it weird with Pete Holmes. They were talking about it. And he was like, he's like, this movie is so sad. He's yeah. like, because you have these two people who are completely wrong for each other, and, and they all keep they coming keep, together. keep coming to each other, yeah. and it's they're doomed to fail their relationship because they desperately want to be together yeah. or something, but and, they're and not that, good and for And that you. was yeah. like, fuck. Uh, that's <laughs> like, true. Yeah, and so like, but I love that you can have yeah. both of those perspectives yeah. on, and I really think it just depends on like what position you're at in life right. and stuff like that. But for yeah, sure, and I love that movie. I also, uh, you know. Those are great movies, but I honestly also love The Predator. Predator's great. Not as much as Conowitz. I don't, I don't, I can't believe you actually rewatched it. Oh, yeah. Of course we did. You've seen it a couple of times. That's enough. Like, no, no, how many times have you seen it? Over a hundred. Yeah. No, I mean, the quotes alone are worth a rewatch. Yeah. It's, it's, I'll be back. Yeah. Or, oh my God. (laughs) A new one, a new one I discovered was, uh, she stuck like an Alabama tick or something that he shouts. That son of a bitch is dug in like (laughs) an Alabama tick. Like an Alabama tick. Yeah. Well, I mean, Quite seriously, though, I love all three of those movies, and it was it was to your point exactly, Nate. It was like, oh my god, I am watching exactly their personalities. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but and it was so ben, much fun. What's your favorite racist line in this movie? Uh, there's not really a lot of racism. There's definitely some homophobia, but not a lot of racism. <laughs> yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah, Super bad. Super bad is probably my favorite to rewatch. It but ages I well still. Like it's yeah. just fun to it's watch just a still. Fun like movie. it is but just. All, they were all great. I'm I love how much them. of a dipshit those kids <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, so... and there's, but there's, it's so real. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yes. I've seen. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but isn't there a scene in which Jonah Hill punches Emma Stone? Yep. No, uh, no, no. Well, he no, falls no. into her. No, no. My, my, it's, it's, it's an accident, but it's, like, it's an accident. Well, so I, I, I who think punches who? You're thinking of, I think, a different scene where Michael Sarah accidentally punches the girl he likes in the boot. No, no, no. No. Oh, okay. No, no. So Jonah Hill falls accidentally. And his head hits. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He falls. I didn't mean to make, make yeah. it sound like he punches her. No, it was I mean, yeah. an accident. It was an accident, but in the scene, like, I remember that vividly, like, not seeing that coming. Yeah. And be like, oh my God, you really took one there, you know. But there is that awkward scene where Michael Sarah punches. Yes. The yeah. length of pause and that scene is so perfect. perfect. Just, and then he just turns around and kind of walks away. And he just, keep, well, he just keeps saying, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I got to go. I got to rewatch for Superbad it's right now. I'm so, so sorry. Good. We got we to gotta get out of here. One, my, one of my favorite things about Superbad, because you never would have expected it, but uh, using the soundtrack that they did for Superbad is like, oh, it's you amazing. would think that they would use, you know, like alternative, like more modern kind of music, but using these American throw- Pie yeah. type throwback stuff, songs you know? from like the Four Tops and stuff like that, like this old old school, you know, kind of like, like oldie sound. Yeah. Yeah. I love Superbad so much. It's well, guys, so we're at like nine hours, so let's talk about some trailers. Okay. How much time are we in, actually? We're 54 minutes. Okay, cool. Well, uh, we will only do two trailers then. So uh, let's, I'm going to cut Saw X and we're going to do okay. Exorcist. Did you guys like my Photoshop job? It was amazing. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. That. I, really I actually loved did it. love Nate, that. You, actually, you did, actually. But Nate, you didn't even react. So let's talk about FYI, The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, The Exorcist Believer. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, guys, so well, let's talk about some trailers because we've talked about all the movies that anyone's ever watched. Um, <laughs> uh, ben, do you want to do the trailer song? Trailer time. Trailer time. Brad and Ben. Susan and Ben. Nate's here too. Okay, that's like a like, like an really old school like, '90s coffee shop, like uh, the, yeah, he slam was doing a little hi kind a of little vibe, yeah. But also ended up minimizing me at the end. Nate's here. Nate, <laughs> this Nate. is what you get when you make me do the song, and I'm Nate's I'm here. leaning into it. I'm doing them now, no, and I'm like actively making them as bad as I can. <laughs> you did a wonderful job, Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. So let's start with uh, you want to start with the the, the Exorcist. Let's start, yeah, Believer, well, Exorcist, yeah, Believer, the Exorcist Believer. It is a sequel. Uh, to the original Exorcist. And we were clamoring for this as Americans. Okay, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. You assign this, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I don't, I'm not. Nate, a, Nate loves a good Exorcist <laughs> movie. Don't like horror movies. Pastor don't Nate like, Lauchs loves a good Exorcist and I think, movie. I think they've had a couple Exorcist kind of not sequels, no, but in the no, same universe. No. I, I don't want to watch anything. I did watch this trailer. And actually, I thought it actually looked okay. Yeah, yeah, I no, did. honestly, I, like, I was surprised. I'm also like, not a huge horror movie yeah. fan. But I uh, what I will tell you is that um, it's David Gordon Green, right? He's he's got some people to, or some like we should be able to think that he can do something with this. Well, I mean, so he uh, he did very well with uh, Halloween, Halloween, right? and then not so well with Halloween Kills, uh, and then I think Halloween Ends does have some redeeming qualities, even it. though it's weird. Um, I, I honestly don't give a shit about this movie, and I don't think it looks that great. It looks oh, like I thought it looked fine. I think it looks just like all the other extras movies that have ever been released. I don't think it comes anywhere near to like capturing how great the original extras was. Though, but it can't. No, no, yeah, of course. But yeah. like, but even just like the the legacy aspect of it feels so forced to me. You know, yeah. uh, I just I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm not down for this. So is Linda Blair in this? She's going to make a cameo. Yes, I read that. So, you know. I, I I don't know that this story needs to be told. I will say that the the the, the score of the original, right? That that that's a very famous song. Yeah, of course. And hearing it played again in this trailer, it gave it a little bit more credibility than probably it would have if it's just a I'm normal. I'm sure they're counting on that. Of course, right? But it worked because I'm like, oh, well, it's better than it maybe, and I'll watch it. Yeah, Danny McBride, uh, David Gordon Green, and Scott Teams—they're kind of a you know a group of people that they do the Righteous Gemstones as well, which is I love that yeah. show. It's a great show. But I'm 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 hoping for something for this. I'd actually kind of watch this, and I don't usually watch horror. Um, it looked okay to me. What about you guys? Well, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'll go first on this one. Okay. It, <laughs> is, I have strong opinions. <laughs> I am so disappointed that they're making this film because the first one is a. It's a untouchable class. Yeah, it is. So yeah. why bother, right? Uh, They've tried several times to yeah. do extra follow-ups, and they did not work. Yeah, I mean, the first one is so scary, not only because it's like a scary story, but it's made for that time. It looks that way it looks. And this one looks like a modern movie. They didn't try to stylize it. You know, in like I wish the, they would have, though. Yes, you know? exactly. They didn't try. Yeah. Like, the fog of the old movie just feels scary. There, there, there's the There's that, like little bit of i don't believe in this but then you're like but it's enough to be like yeah. it's scary enough that like i'm checking the back of my car when i get in you know for like yeah you know, yeah exactly possessed people yeah know? and <laughs> like the movie like the trailer itself is presented like it's not an exorcist story it's a family story and then it gets scarier and scarier and it starts the theme so it's like by the end you're like okay it's an exorcist movie but why 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 even do that like 
I don't know. I, just, I, I don't understand the marketing. They're Maybe bringing back a lot of the franchises. Well, the think, original. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what it is, it's been so long since there's been a proper Exorcist sequel and doing it like this, like it's going to bring back the feelings of all the people who grew up with the original Exorcist, yep. saw it, and like, you know, had the shit scared into, out of like, them. I mean, again, not doing perfect work, but they put it into a legitimate writer and director's hands, and so maybe they'll create something that's worth seeing. I did see that they paid uh, Bloomhouse and uh, I think NBC maybe, because these are going to go on to Peacock eventually, but uh, they paid $400 million to get the rights to wow. do That's the bananas. Yep. Wait, what? For for this one movie? And then no, the, the, the rights they're, they're doing overall. three. Yeah, they've got three that they're doing. Wow. Susan, where, where does the original Exorcist rank for you as far as? Uh, all, I'm not a huge horror fan. Yeah, I think I've seen the Exorcist twice, so like I know it's a great movie, but for me, do you not like horror because it freaks you out, or because yeah, you're just not... I just I don't know. It's just not my genre. I like some it's like I really love comedy horror, like Cabin in the Woods, and sure, um, but. I mean, I'm just not a huge like classic horror. The Power fan. of Christ doesn't compare. I'm also her. no, it doesn't. <laughs> I'll Susan, be honest. Uh, th- what I don't also like is like yeah. the new movement towards like torture horror. Yeah, I, don't I hate like, that. Like, that's I'm what actually, I don't like. I hate Saw. I hate the yeah, Saw. Movie. I've actually never seen them. No, I have neither. <laughs> yeah. I, and they're up to ten now. And yeah. I'm, like, yeah, the, I'm not going to start. It was like, unfortunate because yeah. the, the first one was very good. Yeah, yeah, I've and, heard and it's so, good. But that was like the mistake, right? Because then they made nine more, and you're like, we don't need this. We could have had the one. The first one's a mystery. It's yeah, and it's good, and it's. Yeah. Very good. I'm like very interested in the lore of Saw, um, but I don't really want to watch them. So, but yeah, okay. back to the Exorcist. So you don't want to see Saw? I don't. I don't want to see Saw. <laughs> gotcha, I don't know. Gotcha, I go back and forth on that. I go up and down. She got ya. Jungle gyms. Oh no. See. But as, as a watching the trailer, as someone who's not very invested in the Exorcist, I think it looks like an interesting movie, just standalone. Sure. You might see it, but it, um, I, I can imagine people who are huge fans are. It not. didn't look all that scary to me. Like yeah, I could right. watch it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> same way too. It didn't look like there were a lot of yeah. jump scares. It looked yeah. like just an interesting yeah. tale. Yeah. 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 Can't wait for October. We got to get Nate watching horror movies. Oh, I'm coming. You guys over. tried it last I'm, October. No, no, I had to watch no. This time I'm coming over. I will show up at your door with some brewskis and we will watch some horror. What is the first movie, first horror movie you guys would show to Nate? If I, well, you guys have well, seen me. We, a bunch we in made him watch a few. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did watch. I made him watch uh, Paranormal Activity. I think. Yeah. And he watched it with the lights on. What else did you watch? Yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, I don't remember. I'd have to go back. Yeah. Uh, if I had to, if I had to start over and I had to like start assigning him, you know, some real scary shit from like my childhood, like I remember uh, the first movie that really freaked me out was Critters. Mm. Oh. It was really, really <laughs> terrifying when I was like eight years old. Yeah, so let's the start there. Let's start there. Uh, I watched Critters. I think uh, I watched You Assign Me Freaky, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's a horror comedy. That's a fun one, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. See, um, Susan, you probably like that yeah. one. Switch the bodies of a serial killer. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. Uh, Sounds like a raucous good time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Vince Vaughn and he's hilarious in it. Yeah. Uh, you Assign Me Paranormal Activity. Yep. Um, I loved that when it was at the theater. Yeah. And I'm trying to find out if there's any more in my. Uh, no, then you assign me Crawl. Um, oh, Crawl. Oh, yeah. Crawl. The alligator movie. Yeah, you took a little liberty with that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that movie. And then. I gave you Krampus. As and we then went, Krampus. Oh, Krampus. Because awesome. you love Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Krampus is awesome. Yeah. That, you know what? Um, I no, think you, that, those weren't bad movies. I, and, I think that I would uh, actually go away from like the, the Exorcist and Poltergeist things. And I think that I would do like more of the Ready or Not. Oh, or yeah. the, the more modern yeah. you know, horror like that because uh, well, I you, love Ready or Not. Ready or Not's like, see, have a you genuinely and you love saw that film. you saw um, Get Out 
Oh, I love yeah. Get Out. Yeah. So like, have you seen the- Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? No. You okay. should watch yeah, that. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a great one. I love Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Did you guys uh, see The and Blackening? It is, that is real horror. The, the Blackening? I did not. No. No. Oh, it's is good. Is that good? Yeah, it's very so good. good. Yeah. yeah, it just came out. But okay. like, it's it's so good. Yeah. Those are the type of, like, yeah. if you're going to put yeah. anything in a horror film, that would be the type. Yeah. Or it's got to be, it's got to have an element of comedy, mm-hmm. you know, like a zombie kind of film, you know, that yeah. has comedy in it. That's Brad, funny. if you, one a horror zombie. movie that he had to watch, what would it be? Uh, the original Halloween. Yes. Oh, okay. That was on my list, too. Yeah. I think I did see that as a teenager, but I don't remember it. Yeah. yeah. I'd watch we, it. You know what, guys? We're all getting together. We're going to watch the original John Carpenter's Halloween mm-hmm. in October and, and be friends. Okay. I love right. that. I love friendship. Uh, so calendar. that does it for Exorcist Believer Talk. Uh, we're going to talk about one more trailer, and Ben's going to love this because it's a TV show, but it fits within the TV shows. <laughs> this is one I don't mind that because- we're, that we're allowed to talk about. It's, okay. it's true. Uh, Marvel's Loki season two. What? He, he's back in black. <laughs> no. no uh, Tom Hiddleston's back as Loki, second season of his show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I love the first season of the show. Yeah. Uh, it was a really fun time travel adventure. Um, unfortunately, it did introduce us to Jonathan Majors as he who he who remains. And he is back. Uh, and he is back in the second season. I'm in, Though I, they did not put him in a lot of the trailer. They no. did not. They did not. So um, he's uh, he. This was the introduction for what will what would have become King the Conqueror, and he played King the Conqueror in Quantumania. But primarily, this is Loki now, who is dealing with the fallout from what happened in the first season, and now he is. Uh, Time, time slipping. Time slipping, uh, as described in this. And so he doesn't know why or it's happening, but he keeps jumping around these different time periods with Owen Wilson as Mobius. Uh, and it just looks... This is the first time... I thought time, it looked great, yeah. This yeah. is the first time in a while I've seen a trailer for something Marvel, and I was actually like super excited because yeah. like i think the marvels looks like it's gonna be fun i'm not super yeah. jazzed for it necessarily i'll see it i'm, I'm excited to see yeah, it but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see it but this watching this i was like ah oh, fuck yes because i love the first season of loki and so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm down for this for sure i think it's probably the best series they've done i, I think so in the comic book series uh it's definitely my favorite that they've yeah done i think it's up there with part. wandavision for me yeah. wandavision is i love good. wandavision too yep. yeah. yeah i like the mandalorian Mm. You haven't even caught up with man <laughs> stupid shit. So this is gonna have six episodes and it releases October sixth. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping for really good things about this because uh Secret Invasion, not good. Um and so I think they need something to kind of reboot <laughs> the Marvel stuff coming uh Yeah, on, Kevin on Feige, TV. uh fix your house, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's falling apart. Yeah. Please. So uh, what Ben, Susan? Oh yeah, I'm excited. Um, I need to rewatch the first season. It's been a while, so I need to like refresh my memory on some stuff. But I'm excited to see another season of Loki. I love the relationship between. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't Loki an alligator in the first season? There, Actually, yes. There's yes. a Loki That's alligator. Yeah. There's a Loki yeah. alligator. Okay. Well, is, then yeah. I wasn't too drunk. There's a kid Loki. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't an a old Loki. Went to bed and I was like, Loki's an alligator. I dream about a Loki alligator. But no, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to watch that relationship. Relationship. <laughs> relationship. There, no, Maybe there'll be a sheep There was a Loki. sheep. A sheep Loki. Yeah, I remember it. It was good. Relationship evolve even more. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think the, I love the production style of this mm-hmm. show. It's so different, but it has that weird like throwback to like the 50s kind of feel of the production. And I think it's so, so smart and it's so fun. And they just let, they threw this great character. It's probably the, I mean, it's probably the best Marvel villain, mm-hmm. even though he's not a villain mm-hmm. anymore. But I think it's just, they know how to put him in weird situations and just let the whole, I love how big the scope of that show is. Yeah. Um, and it, you wouldn't expect it, but it's really fun. It is. 
I mean, we can play a game and then cut it. That's fine. Uh, it's, it's not going to take too long. I would love to play a game. All right, um, Ben, what is your opinion on Sean William Scott? Are you talking about Ben Bloom or Ben Connolly? Yours. Uh, I like Sean William Scott a lot. I think he grew from, obviously, the American Pie douche bro. Yep. And, but he took what, honestly, like, what's the guy that you were saying? Took what they gave him? Billy Magnuson? Yeah. Took what Hollywood gave him, made the most of it, and now kind of came out the other side, and he's grown as an actor, but... Like roles like Goon, and in roles like even in role models, he was playing a, a, the same version of that. But there was some there. Were, he was a better actor, obviously. And now I I think that he uh, is getting up there as far as he could be. He could, the, the man can act. Yeah. What do you think, Ben? Ben B. I am a fan actually of Sean William Scott. I think he's fun in everything I've seen him in. Susan, you got any strong opinions on Sean Williams? Uh, I don't think I have a strong opinion on him. I think I'm fine with him. He's great. He's <laughs> fun to watch. <laughs> Braddy, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think he ever fully shook the Stifler image. I yeah. think I think he did try his damnedest, um, and there's some admirable attempts, but for yeah, he he just never really was able to escape that. I, I don't so think. I was watching Goon because it was assigned to me, and I felt I felt like. Sean William Scott needs a Brendan Fraser like comeback. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. love to see it uh, yeah. because see it. I feel like he can act. He shows the layers. I think you're absolutely right. I think he got kind of pigeonholed into the bro dude bro kind of thing, but there's more layers there. And I don't know. There's been no scandals that I know of or anything that's kept him out of there. I'd love to see somebody give him a shot though. So based on that, um, and I he only made eight thousand dollars to play Stifler. Yeah. Is that what? true? Yeah, yeah. That just recently came out about the how much he was paid and like how the residuals worked and everything. It's it was like, he made eight grand. Yeah, for, for and he thought it was a ton of money, right? Because he was right, a, so like it was yeah, new, forever yeah. to be pigeonholed for the rest of your That's, life. Yeah, That's insane for eight, for eight grand. grand. So what I wanted to do is honor uh, Sean William Scott from the movie I just watched. So <laughs> what I did is I went through Sean William Scott movies and then I took the IMDb uh, description of those movies. And I put it into a formal AI generator. And so what it did is it reworded the the description into a formal. And what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to decide, or you're going to have to, you'll have a buzzer. um, And whoever gets it first and gets it right gets the point. So we need to decide your buzzers first, Ben. Well, first of all, we have to, what's this game called? Um, Is it it called Great Scott? I was going to Stiff Less. <laughs> no, I was gonna do something with great Sean William Scott. But, ah, uh, that's, that's good. Yeah, good. I like it. All right, uh, we'll do. We'll call that great Sean ben. William Scott. Um, all right, let me my, give you a buzzer. My ben. Okay, Brad. Huh? All right, Ben. Woohoo! All right, Susan. Oh, we just make up a noise. Okay. No, that's good. Okay. You gotta keep you gotta with it every time. Oh, oh, you just make like, up noise. Like, do, like, yes. All right. If you want to buzz it, I perfect. You just say, oh. "What? Are we gonna make making a noise?" That's that's so great. That's perfect. All right, here we go. All right, two individuals seemingly under the influence of cannabis. Ben. Ben. Okay. Uh, dude, where's my car? Yep. Uh, uh, so the formal was two individuals seemingly under the influence of cannabis awaken after an evening of social festivities and find themselves unable to recall the location of their parked vehicle. Ah, oh. all right. Here's the next one, Ben. So that's what that movie's about. Ben Conowitz <laughs> <laughs> gets one point. All right, four adolescent males establish an agreement to relinquish Woo! their. Vir- <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, like, American Pie. Correct. Sean 
Yeah. That was the most like you don't smoke, but it yeah. sounds like that, was, <laughs> that, that owl has been smoking a pack a day for its whole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! That's that how amazing. the owls around our house sound like. <laughs> All right, uh, three individuals endeavor to rekindle their halos- halcyon days. By establishing a fraternity in close proximity. Oh, we got to make noise. (laughs) (laughs) Old school? Old school, correct. He played Peppers. All right. Four university acquaintances undertake a journey. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Road trip. Yes. He played E.L. Drawing inspiration from the highly obscure comic book bearing the same title... A Tibetan monk. Woo-hoo! Yep. <laughs> Bulletproof monk. Correct. He played Carr. All right. Um, Alexander Browning is a part of a contingent of high school students embarking on a journey to Europe. Ben. 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 Yep. Euro trip. Nope. Oh, Unex- oh, yep. Trip. Road trip. Nope. Nope. That's Unexpectedly, a, he experiences a premonition that their aircraft. Ah! Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Final destination. Oh, I Correct. thought it was Susan chiming in. I'm sorry. <laughs> he played Billy Hitchcock. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the graphic novel Blunt Man and Chronic. Ah! Whoa. That's that a tie. tie. I'm going to ah! give it to our guest Ben. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Correct. Correct. Yes. He played Brent. All right. An ambitious an ambitious individual with aspirations to become a distinguished chef is employed to retrieve a mobster's ben. op Yep. The rundown. Yep. I figured you'd get that one because yeah. you've probably seen that. <laughs> I've seen the rundown like five times. It's actually a really good movie. I, I actually like it too. Uh, it's got the rock in it, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh he played Travis there. The the rock before he became like the rock yeah. as we know him. Yeah. Wait, is that the movie where he walks around with a two by four? No, that's Walking Tall. Oh. Okay. No, another great one. Yeah, another great, <laughs> they came out right around the same time, okay. and I've seen them both probably about five times. <laughs> All right. Uh, unruly conduct compels a duo of energy beverages. Role models. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Surprised by the news of his mother's impending nuptials, a young gentleman makes his way back home with the intention of preventing her from marrying his former high school. Ben. Physi- yep. Mr. Woodcock. Yeah, that's the name of that movie. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton yep. tormented Sean William Scott's character his whole Aww. adolescence. But by the way, all these movies, I kind of loved when they came yeah. out. They were dumb, but oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw them all. All right. Uh, the rel- I did not see this one, though. The relatives, Bo, Luke, and Daisy, along ben. with... Yep. Uh, yeah. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that, that one. Movie I, that movie sucks. I forgot good. about that movie. Uh, and that's it. That's all I have. I think Ben won that one. By yeah. the way, you Which, um, yeah. have the most knowledge of Sean Mike or Sean William Scott. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations! Uh, no, I'll take guys. I'll take what I can get. And, Actually, uh, yeah. I mean, it's very rare yeah. for us to compete we, with yeah, Brad. Exactly. <laughs> so. I was hoping for more of the American Pie sequels. But <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of the subtle nuances. Did you see the? Did you see the <laughs> movies? I never saw the reunion. Or no, the, what, what was the last one? American, American reunion. reunion yeah. Did you see that? Or yeah, no? it's not very good. No. Oh, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, it was bad. You saw that. Yeah, I don't. I must have just watched it. I don't know at home sometimes. Yeah, I do remember it's just, it. It's not. It's not very what, good. American Pie one, obviously one, two, three, and reunion. Is that there's uh, a band camp one? Yeah, yeah, but those the, aren't the, with the, the band camp. Yeah. Yeah. Straight okay. to DVD, Only Eugene yeah. Levy was in those. And American Pie yeah. three is technically called American Wedding. So, oh, uh, is it American Pie? American Pie two, American Wedding. Yeah, and then American, and American reunion. reunion. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, we got to get a correct title on this show, okay? Oh, I yeah. enjoyed one and two. No, no, two is. Nah. 
American Wedding is actually, I think, pretty good because it, like it, has, it has a lot of charm to it. Okay. Uh, first one for what it is at the time. Obviously, yeah. certain things about it haven't aged very yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. You um, cannot fuck pies. No. Yeah. Anymore. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what aged poorly? <laughs> no, no. Trust me. If, especially, if anything, it's gotten easier. To fuck pies? Yeah. <laughs> it's become more <laughs> more commonplace? Yeah. They're like, oh, he fucked a pie. And you wouldn't be made fun of these days in high school for that. Like, yeah, no, he does, because yeah. it's awesome. You, I mean, mm. there's a whole generation of people who grew up with yeah, like, that. Like, you what just you record, record it, put it on TikTok, and now you're famous. That's yeah. probably yeah. a thing. Actually, yeah. yeah. They're all like, yeah. You no, sound very old. Yeah. I'd fuck a pie on TikTok if my student loans got paid. <laughs> we need to talk about your debt. This is like the third time <laughs> you brought it up tonight. And, like, <laughs> gambling. Just, and the things that you've been willing to do. I would do a lot of things. Listen, please what? help. <laughs> what flavor of pie is most attractive? <laughs> uh, lemon lime. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Sprite flavored. Sprite flavored <laughs> pie. Chicken pot. Nice. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. What a nice French silk. I think that's. Oh yeah, nice there you go. Oh, that sounds, yeah. sounds yeah. dirty. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the foodie podcast. All right. <laughs> Yuck. Ow. Ben just tried Ben. <laughs> uh, well, that's it, guys. guys. Thanks for being here, Ben hey. and Susan. We love you to oh, death. Oh, yeah. Hey, I hope you guys go see some movies. There's a lot of good movies out there right now. There you should see Barbie. You should see yes. Oppenheimer. Yep. You should see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Mayhem. You should see Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yeah. Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Uh, shut up, Ben. You didn't like it? <laughs> oh, I liked it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's all, these, shut, shut, all, all, all these great movies are out right now. Please go see them. Please rate our podcast five stars on whatever app you like to listen to podcasts to. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you find Life in the Credits as well. Yes. Uh, that's our, our lovely guests, Ben and Susan, their podcast, where they interview uh, people in the industry. Whatever Indeed. that means. Writers, costume designers, directors, stunt performers, right? Sean William Scott. People who have podcasts like our next episode. Check out one, episode 100, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. On that note, bye, everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?